Welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may have noticed that I interview guests and do solo episodes, typically on a rotating basis. So today I'm picking up the discussion that began in episode 33, where I challenged you to flip your marketing funnel. In that episode, I explained the concept of relationship marketing, starting with your one-to-one relationships to build your business. It's my opinion that this is a much better starting point than the way the marketing funnel is traditionally taught. Your relationships are with people who already know, like, and trust you. So who better to share your business goals with, right? All of us intuitively start there, but then we get caught up in the prevalent philosophy of going big with our marketing to bring in lots of leads in the hope that some will be good leads and some will convert. Can I just call BS on that, please? There is a better way, the flipped funnel way. In episode 35, I continued the relationship marketing conversation by delving into the power of borrowing other people's audiences. This is next level relationship marketing. It's leveraging relationships with people who have influence with the people you would like to work with. Sometimes these are people you already have relationships with, while other times you're forming new relationships to make this happen. The power of other people's audiences is that you are borrowing their relationships, whether it's another service provider, coach, organization, or media outlet. Their credibility is extended to you when you are presented by them to their audience. Today, I want to talk about what's lurking in the middle of your funnel. Unfortunately, this is the area that most of us overlook, what I call the messy middle. The messy middle includes the email subscribers you don't know, the followers on your social media channels, people who may have heard you speak in an event, or even on your own channels. People who know, like, and may even trust you, but have had little, if any, direct contact with you. So I want to ask you a question. Seriously, why do we spend so much time, effort, and money trying to bring in new people into our sphere of influence when we're doing so very little with the people who are already engaged with us. In other words, why do we spend more time going after cold leads than building relationships with our lukewarm leads? So just to distinguish here, lukewarm lead is a phrase I've coined to refer to people who are interested in what you offer, but you're not aware they are interested. So let's talk about a few things you can do to warm up these lukewarm leads. But before I share these steps with you, I want to invite you to a special free workshop I'm hosting called Flip Your Funnel, inspired by these very conversations that we've been having over the last three episodes. 
This exclusive training will be with me on Zoom, and I will be leading you through all the steps of a flipped funnel so that you can start growing your business through relationship marketing. This approach grew my boutique agency to multiple six figures before its first anniversary back in 2013, and it's a key driver of our success and that of our clients. I am not a coach, and I've never before taught this methodology, but I use it, and I want to share it with more people so that they can build the confidence to build their businesses and thrive. So go to flipyourfunnel.prosperforpurpose.com and register so you can learn the strategies to scale faster with clients you love. Okay, so back to the messy middle of the funnel. What can we do to turn fans to clients? Here are three key steps that we use. The first one is understand your data. Numbers never lie, but we avoid looking at the data unless we already love numbers. So we want to look at a few things. Who are the people who open your emails on a regular basis? Not just the open rate, not just the click-through rate, but who are those people that regularly open and read your emails? week after week, or most of the time, find out who they actually are. Not just their email address, but can you find out more about this person? If not, reply to them, thank them for being a subscriber, and invite them for a free consultation. Not everyone will say yes, but some of them will. And during that consultation, whether you set it up where you say, bring one question to me, about your area of expertise to help them, or you say, let's just have a general conversation about what's going on in your work right now. Whatever you need to do, not everyone will say yes, but some of them will, especially if it's a free consult. Other times people will be hesitant about that because they're afraid you're going to get on the phone with them or get on a call with them and sell them. And if they say, no to a consultation when you've personally invited them and offer just what about a virtual coffee? Like, let's just get to know each other a little bit. Okay. The second part of understanding your data is to send a survey to your list, offering three free training options, all within your area of expertise, all that you can pretty much do with your eyes closed and asking them to vote for which one would be most valuable. And then see which one got the most support votes and then offer the training, send it back out to the list, tell them, you know, you guys voted for this. This is the training I'm going to do. You're invited. The third part of understanding your data is where your leads coming from. So get into your website analytics and find out, say it's Facebook. You're getting a lot of inbound traffic from Facebook, then go all in there create content, invite people into a group, or again, invite individuals to a virtual coffee just to get to know them better. Another thing is on your Facebook page, you can offer some free ebook or checklist or something of value so that people are getting value in advance so that you're warming them up. 
If you host this on your website, then of course you're also getting their email address, but it could be something as simple initially as here it is, go ahead and download it right from Facebook. So that is category one, understanding your data and acknowledging that numbers don't lie. Step number two is to amp up your outreach. So whatever platform is working best for your business, spend more time there. It is such human nature and it's so interesting to me that we tend to focus on where we're not getting results. Everyone's on TikTok. I'm not really getting results on TikTok. Where are you getting results? Maybe focus there first. It's a positive psychology tactic that is, you know, focus more on what you're doing really well and make that work better before you try to solve why something else isn't working, unless that something else is vital to your business. So again, spend more time on that platform. If Instagram's your reach, for example, reach out to every follower, thank them for following you and ask them something about them to get the conversation going. Now, here's a tip. Don't ask them why they followed you. That's about you, not them. I can't believe the number of times I follow someone and I get a message back. Thanks for the follow. Can I ask why you're following me? And that puts you on the spot. Like, okay, now I have to say something about this person where maybe I just thought something they did was witty, or maybe it was something that I just kind of wanted to keep track of. But anyway, that's not building a relationship, right? They've done something for you. They've given you value in advance in a way just by following you. So you want to reciprocate, say, I see you, reach out to them in some way. Now, if you already have 10,000 followers, you may not be able to backtrack and go back and do it with everyone who's already followed you, but you can go forward from where you are now. The next part of Amp Up Your Outreach is to connect with groups. A lot of my relationships have come from networking groups and volunteer organizations. I've even taken on leadership roles, not only to give back, but to share my expertise and grow trust with other people. Finally, let people know that they can work with you. It is amazing how hesitant we can be about including a call to action in our social media. I have an amazing client who once said she was afraid of a call to action because it would sound salesy. We convinced her that sharing an invitation every fourth or fifth post was not only not salesy, it was what people actually expected. Within a week, she had a call from a potential client who saw the social post we created for her. So this is a reminder that you have people that you have never met who right now are considering working with you. So let's transform the middle of your marketing funnel from messy to magnificent. Episodes 33, 35, and 37 of The Prosper Project have given you a 10,000-foot view of what it looks like to flip your funnel. But if you want to join me on the ground floor with lessons and a roadmap to guide you, head over right now to flipyourfunnel.prosperforpurpose.com and register for the workshop. It's all free, so I want to see you there. I want you to be on track for attracting and working with clients that you love. At Prosper for Purpose, we have a team of strategists and storytellers who are experienced marketers, accredited PR counselors, 
and published writers with an average of 16 years of experience. To find out what we can do for you, email connect at prosperforpurpose.com and put free consult in the subject line. Someone from our team will respond within 24 hours.